Welcome to Golden Point Sports, your number one sports talk podcast. Now for your host, two guys who are killing the dad bod book, living out their faith, and talking sports, Robert Foster and Brad Winter. On today's episode, Brad and I are going to review week three of the NFL season and preview week four of the NFL season. We have the NBA to talk about, the NHL to talk about, and also the MLB playoffs are starting today. We're also going to talk a little college football and, of course, fantasy football. But, Brad, before we get started, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Ready to get to Kentucky. Uh, or in the words of my uh, oldest daughter, Tucky. And so, uh, and see how it goes. So that's kind of our life right now. How are you doing, man? I've heard a lot of ways. I'm doing good. I've heard a lot of ways. Uh, Kentucky's been said, um, you know, from like trash talk groups and whatnot. I mm-hmm. uh, will leave them off the podcast, though. Anyway, <laughs> that's probably uh, yeah, right. All right, Brad. Let's talk about the NBA first. Uh, before we get the NBA finals are set between the Miami Heat and the LA Lakers. I don't think we're surprised that the Lakers made it. But maybe a little surprised that the Heat made it, though. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be a good series, but I think it's also going to be – I think it could be dominated by the Lakers. I just – I like the chemistry by the Heat, but I don't know if I can really trust uh, – I don't know if I could trust the Heat in nothing game series with, with like the Lakers. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on – uh, the Lakers and Heat in the finals, Brad. I mean, do you do you have a I, do you have a feeling that the Heat may win it? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of I think I've been kind of leaning on more of the Heat side. Like originally, I had the Lakers and the Celtics, um, and I think Lakers were kind of an easy choice to put in there. Um, and I know they just got rid of Denver, but they had an exhausted Denver team, uh, a team that had some fight in them, but was really tired. Um, but the Heat, man, you watch the Heat play, and it's. It's uh, – I mean, their chemistry is just on – like you were saying, their chemistry is on point. Uh, Tyler Hero is coming alive. You got Robinson. Uh, they seem to can't not – they seem to not make uh, – not have a miss when it comes to the three-point line. And so, yeah, so uh, I think the Heat uh, are looking really good. I feel like they're the, they're the trendy pick right now because if you just watch them play in the Eastern Conference uh, side of the playoffs, uh, they just did really well. And, and they gel well. And – uh, their defense looks really good. It looks like they're 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 clicking on offense. So uh, the Lakers, not saying they're terrible, um, but maybe more of um, I don't know. I just think I just think the the Heat right now have more scorers. I think that's why I'm leaning more on the Heat side. Um, but I mean, obviously they had you know L.A. has King James, but we'll see how it goes. So could we make a bet here? Are you taking the Heat, and I'm taking the Lakers? Yeah, I mean, we could. I mean, I really I, – I would say I feel pretty strongly about the Heat winning it. Uh, I think – I mean, I think I have the Heat right now in six. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what your, what your thoughts are on it. It sounds like you, you had the Lakers doing a sweep almost, but – No, I don't think the Lakers should do a sweep. But um, if you have the Heat in six, I think if the Heat gets it, I don't know if they can win it in six. I think it would have to go to a game seven. If okay. it goes to a game seven, I maybe I would go Heat. But – um, I, I'm going to go Lakers in five, Brad. I just, um, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I think that LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I think that they can really assert themselves in this, in this matchup. And, um, and, and 
and take over. I mean, maybe Lakers in six, maybe the Heat get a second win out of there. Um, but I, I could see the Heat winning game one, and then I think the Lakers kind of take over from there. Um, and maybe the Heat sneak out a second win in there. Uh, maybe if the Lakers are up like 3-1. Um, yeah, I, I just – I'm going to go Lakers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Lakers in six just to give myself a cushion. But mm-hmm. I could see it Lakers in five. I don't think the Lakers are going to sweep them. I, I think the Heat's going to at least get one win and maybe even two. Yeah, I say, uh, yeah, I'll still stick with the Heat in six. And maybe uh, by next week, me and you will come up with something, you know, maybe one of us has to do if we lose. I know we talked about that with the Steelers-Titans game, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, with them possibly rescheduling, we'll have to hold off on that one. So, Well, I think um, – well, I mean, even if the Lakers were going to win in four, uh, by, the time the, by the time the next podcast, by the time we do it next Tuesday, uh, they're still going to be – you know, it would technically be game four that night, I would believe, now, unless they changed around, of course. But, all right, Brad, so with the NBA Finals, it's great, it's happened. But also the Clippers, they fired Doc Rivers. Kind of interesting. Um, it didn't really see it coming. But, um, you know, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, mine, mine are just kind of didn't really see it coming. Um, not real sure of that move. I mean, maybe maybe the ownership uh, and and and, and – uh, leadership there in the Clippers they they just didn't think that he could make the team jail together like it should but I don't know you know Doc Rivers is a coach that you know do you I think you really have to have a really good reason to get rid of him because he's a really good coach and so um maybe one of the I mean I don't want to say he's one of the best ever but I mean he definitely is uh he definitely is in that elite category I think um but anyways um you know what's kind of your thoughts on that um maybe where the Clippers go from here yeah, so, uh, I mean, I didn't see that coming either. But I guess if you look at it, though, I mean, Paul George and Kawhi, I mean, that team collapsed. Um, and if you if you watch Doc Rivers and the Lakers, I mean, or the Lakers, the Clippers over, I guess, even the last six years, I mean, they've had leads before and, and, and you know, sucked it up. And so um, it's not like this is his first rodeo where he was up 3-1 and lost. And, and I don't have the, the series in front of my head, but I know he's been up before 2-0, 3-0. Uh, 3-1 and has have lost series with the Clippers. Um, and I think at this point, they're just, you know, they give him six years, seven years, and, and they're just ready to move on. I think they really – Clippers really want to win. You can see that by uh, the money they've been spending in free agency and uh, and even making this move with the coach. And, and uh, as far as who they go, who they bring in, uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to process to look at the coaches. I mean, we don't know uh, – I mean – there are a couple guys out there, but I just don't know if they're really worthy of bringing, bringing them in to a Clippers team of Kawhi and Paul George on there. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what direction they go in just yet. I think they're going to bring somebody in who can be more of a leader when it comes to Kawhi and Paul George. Maybe Doc just thought, hey, like, they got it. They can do it. They're veterans. And uh, really, I mean, obviously, I mean, you even there was even reports after the game where Paul George was trying to do a speech at the, at, you know, to the to the team after the game, uh, seven loss, and nobody will, no one will listen to him. So, I mean, I think you have to find somebody who's going to go in there and maybe be more uh, putting their foot down with them. And I, I think Doc Rivers, he'll get a job. I, I don't think he has anything to worry about, um, either as a head coach or maybe you see him move into a front office position at this point in his life. Um, I mean, the Rockets parted with the Antonio. I mean, you could see Doc Rivers go there, um, be reunited with his son Austin. Um, I mean, so there's there's a couple different places. OKC Thunder they they got rid of Billy Donovan last week. He went to Chicago. 
Um, you know, he could go OKC Thunder. So there, there's a couple of good spots that are open. I mean, OKC Thunder is exciting because it's a young core uh, that did well this year that really surpassed a lot of expectations from a lot of people. Uh, and the other Rocket, too, you kind of have a core ready in place that's not necessarily young, but are veterans and know how to win. So I think it really just depends on where he wants to go. But I bet you, I, I mean, if he reached out to Houston or OKC, they would easily um, levitate to him and bring him in for some interviews. I think the Pelicans, have they found somebody yet? No, the Pelicans haven't found anybody yet either. So, I mean, that could be another one where you have a young core uh, that looks promising for the future. And does he come in and work with, uh, you know, Zion Williams and, and Brandon Ingram and all of them? So, uh, Brooklyn Nets, have they got someone? I, I can't. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, I can't remember. I know Chauncey Billups was interested in that after they yeah. had let go of – Oh, no, they did. Yeah, they they hired Steve Nash. Oh, that's who it was. I knew he was a former player. I just couldn't remember. I couldn't remember yeah. who it was. I knew he was a former player, though. So, I mean, that could be an interesting fit, too. But, yeah, so we'll just see how it goes. I mean, I mean, I think, honestly, Pelicans, Rockets, or Thunder, none of them are really bad – positions I, I don't know if I like the ownership very well with the Pelicans and what they've done just in the last 10-15 years with the team but um, you know I, I think OKC Thunder or even the Houston I think Houston or OKC Thunder is possibly where he's going to win so well my only thing with Houston is, is you go to Houston and that's you're basically going to what seems like the same situation you have with the Clippers you know, I feel like um, yeah. maybe not as much, but I know, you know it's interesting. We'll see how it plays out. Maybe by maybe by next week's episode, we'll we'll really have an idea of what what the identity of of you know where he's going to go or some of these teams and whatnot. Um, all right, so enough of the NBA talk, Brad. We have an NHL update. This will be the last uh, NHL playoff update, at least. Um, Brad, take it away. Yeah, man. So uh, the the Stars took it to overtime uh, in Game Four uh, and and lost by one. Uh, you think, okay, the Lightning wrap it up. They're going to win four one, but then the Stars come back and win three two in Game Five uh, in two overtime. So and then so I feel like they they put all their energy in Game Five and in Game Six. Uh, Stars put up a zero on the uh, the scoreboard and, and lose two nothing to the Lightning. So, uh, 2020 uh, NHL Stanley Cup champions are the Tampa Bay Lightning, which is the first time in 14 years. So, congrats to Tampa Bay and the Lightning and and all their fans out there. Congrats, yeah, congrats to Tampa Bay. Um, they have some good sports teams. I mean, mm -hmm. the Lightning, obviously, they're the NHL champs. The the Tampa Bay Rays. We're about to talk about the MLB MLB playoffs. I mean, they're the number one seed. Um, I mean, you know, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, you know, they have a winning record. Um, can't tell you the last time I saw them have a winning record at, in, in week three or after week three, but, uh, which it might've been not too long ago, but anyways, um, they look like they're, they're going to go to the playoffs at least, which will be the first time in, um, what, 12 years, I think mm -hmm. that's off the top of my head. I, maybe, maybe a little longer than that. I'm not sure, but, um, but yeah, I mean, congrats to Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I watched uh, any any hockey playoffs besides the Predators, but uh, um, yeah, congrats to Tampa Bay Lightning, and we'll see if they can repeat next year. They got a good team now. They have some guys that are going to be free agents and whatnot, and so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But either way, Brad, yeah, go ahead. I'm real quick, so I just got this on my phone. It says. Uh, Shaq's final streak continues. This will be the 37th straight season that one of Shaquille O'Neal's teammates has gone on to play in the NBA Finals. So wow. I didn't know that he had teammates still in the league. So wow. I, I it's kind of crazy to, to mention. 
wow, I hope that he didn't work with them on free throw shooting. <laughs> so, either way. All right, Brad. So, um, uh, let's talk about the MLB playoffs. Like I said, the, the Tampa Bay Rays are number one seed, uh, I, which is, you know, great for them. Um, I mean, the MLB playoffs, this is a time where it's kind of a different time, though. It, it just it feels different. But this is a time where people um, really start to like, uh, really start to get into baseball, I think. You know, um, if you're not a big baseball fan, people still get into it um, at this time. And so, uh, Brad, I mean, I'm, I'll be into it. My Cardinals are – I mean, they, they squeaked into it. They're number five seed, I believe. Um, and so, I mean, they, had a, they got a rough – they got a really tough road ahead of them. But, uh, but either way, I, I'll go over the brackets real quick. The brackets that I have here, I have the Tampa Bay Rays versus the uh, uh, Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays, and then the uh, New York Yankees versus the – well, got it here. Okay. It's the Cleveland Indians and then the Houston Astros at the number six seed uh, facing the, what is this, Texas Rangers. And then uh, the White Sox are taking on the the Oakland Athletics. There we go. Sorry. Uh, My uh, my logo game with the the, uh, MLB is great, Brad. And then over in the NL, in the NL, you have the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think that's the Padres, right? I think. I don't know. Anyways, um, and then the yeah, same. It should, oh. be, it should be the Dodgers versus the uh, Brewers. The Brewers. There we go. Pro- Padres are next against the against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. There we go. All yeah. right, and then you got the uh, you got the Mariners versus the Cubs. Uh, the Cubs. They they're looking pretty good. I mean, um, and then also the Cincinnati Reds taking on the Atlanta Braves, who also look pretty good. All right, Brad, what's your thoughts on these teams? Um, Any surprises? I mean, the White Sox, obviously, is a huge surprise. Uh, But, uh, you know, any surprises to you? Uh, And then we'll kind of give our uh, predictions on who who we think is going to make it to the uh, uh, end. Yeah, I think 2020 has been really surprising just all across the sports, but particularly – in baseball, who would have thought that? I mean, when's the last time the Mariners made it to a playoff? Uh, you have the White Sox and the Padres, their first time in 14 years. Uh, the Blue Jays, and I really couldn't even tell you the last time the Blue Jays have been in the in the playoffs. I mean, the last World Series, they won in 93 against the Phils, um, which my Phils uh, won 10 straight and then uh, sucked it up and looked like a little, little league World Series team out there playing in the major leagues and uh, get that spot up to the Reds, but it's okay. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think overall, I mean, I, I'm pretty excited about the playoffs. I mean, the Rays is number one seed. We haven't seen that in about 12, 11, 12 years with the Rays. Um, so that's I think that's pretty cool and exciting. Uh, and so for me, I, so if we're going to do predictions, I really like this Oakland A's team. Uh, I think they're doing really well this season. Uh, so I had them coming out of the AL. Uh, and then I also have the Padres coming out of the NL. I know they're a four seed, um, but I really like the Padres. I've been keeping up with the Padres a lot this season. I like Tatis. Um, I like the pitching staff that San Diego has. They went out and spent money this offseason for a reason. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know the San Diego Padres versus the A's. It's the West Coast. Uh, and it might be kind of weird uh, for a baseball fan to see the A's and the Padres in, the, in a World Series. Uh, really, been, I guess, weird since, since they haven't really played each other a whole lot or been World Series since, like, the 80s and 90s and even the 70s. But, uh, but yeah, so I have, I have the Oakland A's and the Padres 
uh, facing off in the World Series? I said Mariners earlier, and I totally meant the uh, Miami Marlins. My bad. Oh, well, either way, I mean, the Marlins, we're not even sure how they made it in there. So, uh, okay. you know. I, I apologize to the uh, to the six Marlins fans out there. Um, but uh, either way, um, yeah, so I, I like that. I like that pick. I Listen, I want to go um, – I, I would like to stick with my – with my preseason um, – with my preseason – uh, uh, predictions, and I would like to go um, L.A. Dodgers out of the NLDS uh, and, and out of the AL. I would like to go the New York Yankees. Uh, I'm going to stick with my I'm going to stick with my preseason predictions. Um, now, obviously, I, I think the Yankees could could lose to the race for sure, um, but I also think that the Yankees could lose. I, I mean, I think that they could lose uh, to the to the A's as well. I mean, the A's are. I mean, but I'm going to stick with the uh, – I'm going to stick with the Yankees. I, I don't – there's just something about playoff baseball. You know, I mean, it could be anybody. Um, but I'm going to stick with the Dodgers and the Yankees going to the World Series. And I'm going to stick also with the Dodgers winning it all. Um, I like this Dodgers team a lot. And they are – well, they're very, very built to win. That's for yeah. sure. I mean, when you spend a billion dollars on your payroll, hopefully you're built to win. But – uh but, yeah, I'll say I'll, I'll go with the A's here. I, I do like the Padres a lot. Like I said, I've been keeping up with them uh, just because they usually suck it up. Uh, so, I've been kind of watching them as they go on this season. Uh, but I think the A's pull one out and, uh, and win the 2020 World Series. I, I think that the MLB playoffs, I, there should be a lot of fun, Brad. They really should. And uh, I think we're – I mean, I think we're in for uh, definitely a treat. It, it's been nice to have – a lot of options when it comes to uh, when it comes to, to uh, sports lately, and uh, well, we're we're still having a lot of options because we're still going to have the MLB, the NFL, we're going to have the M- NBA for the next probably week and a half or so. So yeah, I mean, a lot of options, and it's I mean it's nice. Uh, college football too. You know, speaking of college football, uh, the SEC, I think they delivered uh, this past weekend. Um, I was surprised by, you know, kind of some bad performances by Texas A&M and LSU, I thought. Um, I mean, maybe it was just good performances by Mississippi State and Vandy, but I was kind of surprised. Uh, speaking of Mississippi State, I mean, Mike Leach, I mean, I think he might really have something brewing there. Um, and it, it, maybe it was just LSU. I mean, I mean, they lost a whole lot of starters. I mean, their their entire team is basically brand new compared to what they had last year. and so. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's, it's, it's going to be a work in progress for the LSU Tigers, but, uh, Mississippi State, I thought they looked good. Um, I, I mean, you know, LSU, uh, like I said, losing a lot of starters, almost all of them, uh, losing both their coordinators. Um, I mean, just, uh, Mississippi State, I, I mean, they also had some turnovers and maybe the game shouldn't have been as close as it was. I mean, still a 10 point win by Mississippi State, but, I mean, without those turnovers, it probably was a – it might have been a blowout, honestly. Um, all right, but I thought Florida looked good after stumbling against Ole Miss at first. Um, I thought Miami looked really impressive, even though, I mean, their beatdown was uh, against Florida State, but I thought they looked pretty impressive in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe the question with Miami is, do you think they can beat Clemson yet? I mean, are they are they that much of a – 
are they that much of a threat yet? Maybe not. I mean, but they, they've had really good performances against Louisville and then against uh, Florida State. So maybe. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the question there for Miami. Um, number 13, Texas A&M versus number two, Alabama. And number seven, Auburn versus number four, Georgia. Uh, they're kind of my biggest games of the weekend, Brad, but that's really about all the college football talk I have. But what was your thoughts on this past weekend as well as uh, this upcoming weekend? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought there were closer games than I thought. Uh, I mean, for example, Pittsburgh being Louisville 23-20. I couldn't remember the last time Pittsburgh started off 3-0 and I didn't have a chance to look it up. Uh, I mean, Kansas State being up, beating Oklahoma after being down 21 points on the road in Norman uh, to come back and win 38-35. I thought that was impressive. Uh, Texas, Texas Tech, man, I don't know if you had a chance to watch that. Um, but I looked at it at one point. It was 56-41. Uh, I thought, okay, well, Texas Tech has this in the bag. Uh, then I go back to check later, and Texas wins in overtime 63-56 uh, on the road. Again, I say on the road. I feel like when I say on the road this year, NFL or college football, it's not the same as any other year. Uh, I mean, for example, the Packers winning in New Orleans, would that actually happen if they had a crowd? Uh, who knows, you know. But, uh, again, back to college football, uh, like you said, State with that 623 yards in the air. Uh, that was impressive. Uh, you know, Tennessee hanging on against South Carolina. I mean, that was a little bit of rough. I, I would say in, in regards to Miami, uh, you know, Louisville, I mean, just lost two in a row. I mean, so is Louisville really as good as whatever I thought preseason? And then you beat a Florida State team that uh, is still in re rebuilding mode uh, and doesn't look too – I mean, they lost to Georgia Tech. Um, and, then they, and then they turn around and they – they lose to uh, Miami. So, I, I don't know how much stock I can put in Miami just yet. Uh, can they beat Clemson? Well, I mean, obviously, we'll see. They have to face each other either in regular season or in the ACC championship. I can't remember how their schedule set up this year. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know how much I'm buying into Miami just yet. As far as week five goes, I have a few games that are in here maybe people don't think about. Um, and so, I have uh, North Carolina. Uh, they're undefeated. Uh, I think they're actually only 1-0, but they're number 12 in the country. They'll face 2-0 Boston College this weekend. Uh, then you have Texas A&M, Alabama, you already mentioned, Auburn, Georgia, you already mentioned. I think Oklahoma and Iowa State could be an interesting game uh, since Oklahoma just got upset by K-State. Uh, UCF and Tulsa I think would be a better game than what people think. Uh, and then there's another one that's not on the top 25 that I think could be interesting uh, was the UAB uh, Blazers versus uh, the UTSA Roadrunners, uh, UTSA is 3-0, UAB is 2-1. I mean, for people who aren't uh, into smaller school football, uh, probably won't care about this matchup. I think that would be a good matchup and a fun game to watch. Uh, then you have Virginia and Clemson. I, I don't think Virginia will come close to beating Clemson, but I think it could be an interesting game, at least in the first half. Um, so there's some, there's some decent matchups. We're slowly getting there. Uh, Big Ten will add to that. And the Pac-12, whenever they decide to come back for Christmas, uh, they'll add to that as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think so far there there's some of the games I'm looking forward to this weekend. I like it. You were talking about UAB. I think uh, UAB's only losses to, uh, well, the Hurricanes, right, of, of Miami, I believe. I believe so. so. I believe so. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah, it, that should be a good game too. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people, speaking of small schools, I mean, they can put on good games. And, and the thing too is um, – is, Whenever they're having a good game and, and, you know, podcast or media outlets or whatever brings those up, it's always a good thing. But I, I think uh, if, if you're looking to watch the smaller school teams 
uh, play each other. I think that's yeah, like I think that's a great game to uh, great game to watch. But either way, Brad, yeah, college football week five should be really interesting. I think there are definitely uh, good games on the docket. Uh, my volunteers, they face the Missouri Tigers. A little worried about that game, but uh, but I think they'll pull it out. But either way, um, yeah, I, I think uh, your your uh, Penn State Nittany Lions will be back. Uh, what in? Well, it's getting closer. What three weeks now? Four weeks. So. Yeah, so I was on mute. Uh, I want to say I say I want to say it's like three or four weeks. I just can't remember what exactly right. their date is. So well, before long we'll be able to talk about every weekend college football. So October twenty fourth is our first weekend. So okay, well, for too long we'll talk about Ohio State, and then we'll also get to talk about uh, Pac twelve too. Pac twelve is a but they approved what a seven game season, a seven game uh, season, I believe. It doesn't start until like, November, I believe it is. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think Pac twelve uh, may once again get left out of the college football playoff, and I think it might be because of their schedule. But uh, uh, maybe a crappy way to do it. But um, but hey, uh, an excuse not to put them in, I guess. So either way. <laughs> but all right, Brad, let's move on to the NFL. Week three review, Brad. Um, I thought that there was some pretty good games. I mean, uh, you know, I here's my highlights from it was Falcons. They just can't. They can't keep a lead, Brad. They just can't. Um, we posted something on our on our Instagram and also our Facebook uh, page, Golden Point Sports. Go check that out if you haven't. Really, really interesting stat. Um, and then also go like and follow as well. Uh, but either way. Um, you know, the, the Cardinals, they lose to the Lions. Uh, maybe, maybe you ask yourself, are the Cardinals pretenders? Um, are they really contenders? You know, um, and the, the NFC East is worse this year than last year, in my opinion. Um, so I guess, could you, could you, could you say that the Cowboys are contenders? Um, because they should win that division. I mean, if you go by, you know, how they played against the Seahawks, I thought that they might pull that game out. Um, they didn't, but I thought that they had a really good shot at it. Um, and then, um, Browns are above, uh, 500 for the first time since 2014. Uh, that's crazy. That, that's just crazy. Um, is Trubisky's career with the Bears over, Brad? Uh, Foles is now the starter. Uh, it's, I mean, maybe not. I don't think it is necess- I mean, obviously, I think he's still got one more year left, right? Uh, if they don't pick up his option. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think we just had some really good games. Lions, Cardinals, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings, Titans, Texans, Steelers, Packers, Saints, Bears, Falcons, and then but the Monday night football game, Brad, I mean, the Ravens still can't beat the Chiefs. The Ravens are 0-3 against the Chiefs. Well, Lamar Jackson led Ravens are. And then they are uh and then the Ravens are also Yes, I believe. No, I don't think they're 0-3 Lamar Jackson. I think they're 0-3 when Patrick Mahomes is playing. I think that's how it is. Anyways, Lamar Jackson's only played them twice, I think. So, uh, I guess that wouldn't be true. So, but anyways, either way. um, And then the Ravens, did you know this, Brad, but the Ravens, now they don't usually get behind, but if they're behind by 10 or more points, they are 0-5. That's under Lamar Jackson. So, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of – that's kind of a – I mean, I mean, I don't want to knock Lamar Jackson, but, uh, you know, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of – there might be a lot of question marks around him, surrounding him. But, yeah, um, 
you know, I thought that this was kind of like an early playoff type game. Uh, I was excited for it. I mean, it's prime time. It's two juggernauts. I mean, but the question is, should we worry about the Ravens? Because after the game, Lamar Jackson, he, you know, he talked about how the Titans, uh, how the Chiefs basically used what the Titans did against them in the playoffs. So, you know, I think that the Ravens, they don't have a hard schedule. Don't get me wrong. I think that they only play – I think they have the Patriots left to play. Um, so, they play the Patriots. I think the only teams that they could lose to that are left on their schedule is the Patriots, Titans, Colts, and probably split one with the, with the Steelers uh, at least. But they play them twice. So, I mean, I think that there is a chance that they could lose a total of, well, six games because they've already lost one. Um, now, I think they'll at least split with the Steelers. Uh, I think that they're going to win one of those games, you know, probably two out of those three at least with the Titans, Steelers, or Titans, Patriots, Colts, um, and maybe all three. Uh, but I think one of them might get them, maybe. I, I, don't, I don't expect the Ravens to finish below 13-3, and 12-4 and four at least at the least amount of, of losses. Um, but um, – or the most losses I think that they could have is four. But either way, I mean, should we worry about them? Because, you know, those four teams that I mentioned, those are four teams, Brad, that could play like the Chiefs played them. Um, Now, granted, none of those four teams have quarterbacks or offenses as good as the Kansas City Chiefs. That is – that's a difference too. But the Chiefs made that Ravens defense that was supposed to be absolutely stellar – they made that Ravens defense not look very good. I mean, they just they just did. So um, maybe that's more of a maybe that's more of a praise in, in the in Patrick Mahomes than it is a knock at the Ravens. But either way, Brad, um, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, just kind of your thoughts on Week Three. Your thoughts on the Ravens? Uh, you know, the Cowboys, the Cardinals. I mean, these there's teams out there who are, you know, in Week Three. I mean, they, they've made us question them more than what we should or what we did before. Yeah, uh, I'm going to throw out some stats first. Uh, I like to, I always like to look at NFL scores uh, because they usually throw a stat in at the end of the, the – underneath the score on, on some kind of cool thing. And so Miami has the first win of 10, 10 points or more since 2017. Uh, that's three years, folks, three years. Uh, Atlanta, first 0-3 start since 2007. Uh, again, we watched him the last two weeks just give away leads. Um, and then Buffalo, Allen, this is uh, his third straight 300-yard game. I'm glad I drafted him in three out of my five leagues because uh, he's been giving me lots of points in fantasy. So thank you, uh, Josh Allen, if you're listening to this. Uh, and then the Cleveland Browns. I was going to name the, the stat about, which they didn't do this on the NFL.com, but uh, I, I saw the stat about them being over 500 for the first time since 2014. But this is the first time scoring 30-plus points or more in two straight games since 2010. Again, showing the relevance of the Browns. Uh, and then Tennessee, first start, first 3-0 starts in 2008. That's year they had Lindell White and uh, Chris Johnson, and they stomped on the terrible towel and uh, ate their uh, words in the playoffs. Uh, so maybe they won't stomp the terrible towel this year. We'll see. Um, and they have uh, Philly, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, uh, three straight games with two interceptions or more. So uh, is the, the hot seat kind of cooking it up for Carson Wentz? And uh, do we see Jalen Hurts come in? Uh, that could be something we see in Philly. Pittsburgh, 3-0 for the first time since 2010. It's also the same year they went on to play the Green Bay, Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl. They lost, but uh, they got to the Super Bowl that year. Uh, Indy, they had the number one defense in the league. I mean, who would have thought that after three weeks at Indianapolis? Although they looked good last year with all the, 
the injuries and all that stuff, they still looked pretty good. Who would have thought they'd be the number one defense in the league? Uh, so that's been really cool. And I had them on, my, on one of my fans' teams, so I've been appreciating them every week. Uh, but also, Rivers is a sixth quarterback uh, with 400-plus pass yards – or sorry, 400-plus passing touchdowns. So when I saw that, I was like, man, like Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning. I mean, just look at the quarterback draft class from 2004. I mean, there's so many studs in that class. Uh, I just wonder if we've had – I know we've had Marino and Elway in the same draft, but I just wonder if we look at drafts, like when's the last time, or even is, is this, can we even consider this the best quarterback draft class ever uh, in NFL draft history? Not just because it's Big Ben, but Eli Manning's in the top 10 in yardage and pass touchdowns, Phil Rivers, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So good draft class there. Uh, Carolina is the first win since week nine of last year. Right after they get off to what a five and two start, uh, then they uh, fall apart and miss the playoffs. Uh, Tampa Bay, Mike Evans, I mean, the man, uh, two receptions, two yards, and two touchdowns. He still got me, like, 15 points of fantasy, yet only having two yards uh, and two receptions. But uh, Seattle, Russell Wilson, uh, 14 passing touchdowns the first three weeks, beating Patrick Mahomes' uh, NFL record from last year, 13 pass touchdowns in the first three weeks. Uh, Green Bay is their first win in New Orleans since 1995. Again, what I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I think a lot of that goes down to the crowd. I mean, even Aaron Rodgers said that, like, Man, usually I can't hear in here. And and this is his first win in three tries in New Orleans. And it's the first time in New Orleans they haven't had fans when he's come and played. So, uh, I think that speaks volumes to the fans in the leagues and even what it looks like in sports this year. Uh, and then Kansas City. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, the fastest quarterback to 10,000-plus passing yards. Uh, dude just stud. That's why they paid him 10 years, $350 million, wherever it was, or $320 million. So, and saying that, I, I mean – there's some craziness that's going on. Um, like you said, Atlanta, you know, is it uh, is Dan Quinn going to be there after uh, Wednesday, after tomorrow? Uh, are they going to keep him on? I mean, to blow three 15-plus points or more leads and win them being the Super Bowl, uh, when you are the coach, it's pretty bad. I mean, they're, I mean, you got to take responsibility of that. Uh, Cardinals, uh, you know, I you said it was going to be a sneaky game last week, and, and I, but I really didn't think the Lions would win. Um, and that wound up being a, a good game. Uh, probably a little sloppy game. Colin Murray, three interceptions. Uh, but, yeah, are they for real? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they did beat San Francisco before all the injuries. And then their second game uh, was against Washington. So, I mean, I don't know if we have a good measuring stick out there for them just yet. Uh, but then you have the Buffalo Bills and the L.A. Rams where, you know, the Bills are up 28-3. to and then the Rams go up 32-28. And then Josh – and then there's a pass interference call on the last play of the game. Uh, and then Buffalo scores. Tyler Croft getting the winning touchdown. Uh, so, I mean, I think it was – I mean, overall, it's been a good week. Uh, you know, I think the games have been pretty pretty fun to watch. I mean, regardless of how bad the Falcons are choking, uh, for the for the Bears to come back, put Nick Foles in, he thrown two touchdowns. Um, and then and them, uh, them winning 26 26- 24, I believe it was, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I would have I – really, honestly, I don't think I'd ever think that Carolina would have beat L.A., but, I mean, then you have the Chargers who looked pretty good in the first two games, uh, beating the uh, beating the Bengals and then, and then uh, putting up a good fight against Kansas City, but then uh, going against Carolina, losing Melvin Ingram for, for at least the next three games with a knee injury. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, Carolina also a team that we – I haven't given a lot of credit to. I just didn't see them winning against LA. So uh, it's been. A, I think overall it's been somewhat of a crazy week, but a fun week. I hate that the Eagles and the the Bengals uh, ended in a tie. I wish they would have at least tried 
They scored a touchdown at the end instead of running the, the clock out with that last play of the game for the Bengals. Uh, but it is what it is. So, uh, overall, I thought it was an exciting week as a fan. Uh, there were good games. Like you, you mentioned the Steelers and the Houston game. You know, Houston controlled that game majority of the – well, actually all of the first half. And then the Steelers dominate the fourth quarter and win. They really could have won 35-21, uh, but they were good sports. So, go Steelers. Uh, not scoring that touchdown uh, under that last two minutes when they were right there and under, you know, the five-yard line. Uh, but then you have the Titans, who I thought, man, they're they're getting blown out by the Titans. So this is – or the, the Vikings. And this is why I haven't put them in the power rankings as high as I have. But then they come back and win uh, against Minnesota with a, with a field goal at the end. So, yeah, I thought overall these were – this is a great week to watch football. It was a really good week. I, and, you know, we have some uh, – when we get to our power rankings later – um, you know, I think that I, I think that there's a lot of teams who, um, you know, maybe shouldn't be there, but at the same time, you know, three and oh, you know, for say a Titans team, um, it's still three and oh, you know, um, and so, uh, team, you know, when you're when you're a, a good NFL team, I, I feel like you know, the Titans or you know, the Steelers even. Uh, kind of making a storming back in the fourth quarter. Um, the Bills, um, you know, these guys that they, they have to, they they're they're there to make an an impact, um, or they're there. These teams, they know how to win, and I think that's what good teams are. They just know how to win. They find a way just to win. But but yes, I think um, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of teams out there. There's a lot of teams that are kind of in, in, in disarray. I mean, you got the Eagles, the Eagles and Bengals, I mean, ending in a tie, yeah, that sucks. I mean, the Eagles, uh, Dallas Goddard, he just uh, officially went on IOR because of his knee. Um, so another big injury. Uh, I have him on a, a fantasy team of mine, and he he was doing well. Um, well, sort of. Uh, but uh, um, so another another weapon lost for Carson Wynn. I, mean, I feel bad for the guy, really. I mean, he – I mean, Carson Wynn's like – I, you know, um, I, I I don't know, but you know the thing is, is they the NFC East Brad is, I mean, they're they're still like right there. I mean, they're still only what like a game and a half back, I think, or something like that. Um, it's it's crazy. It's just crazy how it works out. But either way, Brad, yeah, um, fun week, fun week, and I expect a, a big week as well in week four. But before we get to previewing week four. Uh, and giving our fantasy football starts and sits and giving our um, power rankings and our picks and yada, 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 all that great stuff. Brad, tell us what our goldies, our golden point sports goldies are for the week. Yeah, man. So uh, we always do goldies for – we started those two weeks ago. We do NFL and college football. I do NFL first. So golden MVP of the NFL week three is Tyler Lockett. Uh, nine catches, 100 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, I think Cedric Wilson could have even been thrown in there. Uh, he had uh, five receptions, 107 yards, two touchdowns. There's a lot of guys I think could have gone in here. Uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. I mean, you name them, they probably could have been in here. Uh, and then for team of the week, golden team of the week, uh, we had the Detroit Lions who upset the undefeated Arizona Cardinals 26-23 on the road again. What do we consider on the road during the COVID season? I, I don't know. But they did win 26-23, uh, and they have looked – like garbage this year. So 
uh, a good win there for the Lions. Hopefully I'll pick him up. A golden rookie of the week is Justin Jefferson. Uh, so another LSU last year was Joe, or last week was Joe Burrow. Uh, this week is Justin Jefferson. So LSU Tigers representing. Uh, he had seven receptions, 175 yards, 25 yards per reception, and one touchdown. I actually had him on a fantasy team, two fantasy teams, and he just wasn't doing anything, so I dropped him. So now I feel stupid. I have to go try to pick him back up. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, so anyway, seven receptions, 175 yards. Uh, 25 yards, a reception, and one touchdown. And then you're going to go to college. And we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but K.J. Costello from Mississippi State, the transfer from Stanford, uh, coming in and throwing 36 for 60, uh, 623 yards, five touchdowns. Had two interceptions, but, man, when you're throwing for 623 yards, no one really cares about the interceptions you're throwing. Um, and then you have Golden Game of the Week. That's going to be number eight, Texas versus Texas Tech. Again, Texas being down 15 with just three minutes left in the game. Uh, comes back and beats Texas Tech 63-56 in overtime and also in Lubbock. Um, so, again, on the road, but you can do what you want with that. And then the last one is golden upset of the week, and that's going to go to K-State. So, Kansas State down 21, uh, comes back on the road and knocks off number three, OU, 38-35 in Norman. Um, which I always love to see because I work in Oklahoma City for the time being, and a lot of guys were leaving, trying to get games in as fast as they could so they can leave and go down to Norman, uh, and what a surprise they were in for. So, in saying all that, um, that's the goalies of the week, Robert. I like them, Brad. I like them a lot. Let's go to break. All right, folks, we're back. And now for starting the week four preview First and foremost, let's talk about fantasy football starts and sits, Brad. First up, quarterback. For me, I'm going to start Matthew Stafford. I, I think the Saints, you know, they, they've been giving up a lot of points to quarterbacks. And I think this could be a shootout game. Um, I would sit Ryan Tannehill. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a low-scoring defensive battle against the Steelers, even though, I mean, I think that the, you know, I think that the Titans defense has not been very good. Um, now, great. So we're going to talk about the Titans game, Titans Steelers game, because it might not happen. But we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, but either way, uh, yeah. So I would I would sit Ryan Tannehill. Just think it's going to be a low scoring game, um, and I just don't know if you have a better option. I mean, if you don't have a better option, then obviously. Um, but yeah, I would start Matthew Stafford. Sit Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I would actually start Dak um, only because he's been throwing over 425 yards a game. Uh, doesn't get you maybe the pat the the touchdowns you need, but he's throwing quite a few quite a few passing yards, uh, getting it done with his feet on the ground. And Cleveland's given up the tenth most fantasy points uh, their defense has uh, so far this season. So I would start Dak here, uh, and then my sit would be Phil Rivers. And you're like, well, he's been doing pretty good. But Chicago on, on defense, at least on the, in the secondary, they've been excellent. So uh, I would say Phillip Rivers here against Chicago. I, I like those choices. All right, for running back, I would start James Robinson. Um, I like – I mean, I just like it. I, you know, I think he's looking like free – he's looking like the free agency find of the season, right? I mean, some play, some people drafted late enough. They may have gotten him in the late rounds, but – uh, most people got in the free agency. I know I did in the leagues that I have him in, and uh, he's been great uh, so far. So I would I would keep starting him. Not really a start necessarily just for this week. But I'm just saying that I would just keep starting him in, in general. Um, so I would also sit Derrick Henry. Same reason for for sitting Ryan Tannehill. The the Steelers are the best defense against the run. Look at what they've done to Saquon Barkley. 
I mean, again, um, <laughs> when you look at when you look at how the Titans play on offense, may not be looking good for the Titans. Um, but at the same time, you know, can the Steelers' offense can they really pull away from the Titans to where you you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just one of those things where it, it's it's kind of a back and forth battle. But I I would sit Derrick Henry in this matchup if you have somebody else that you can play uh, that you can play in his place. He has been getting more um, he has been getting more receptions, and so I think that you might see him get some screen passes. Uh, in this game to kind of get him going, but um, but besides that, um, yeah, if you're if you're in a standard league, I'd find someone else. If you're in a PPR, maybe keep him around. But uh, but yeah, Brad, uh, that was my starting set of the week for running back. Yeah, so for me, I have uh, Devin Singletary, uh, Buffalo. He's my start of the week against Las Vegas. Las Vegas has been really really bad against the run this year. Uh, they're they're and I think that's where their their definitely their weaknesses in their their defense. Uh, they're actually really good in the secondary this year, but we won't get to that. Uh, but, yeah, I would say Devin Singletary this week against Las Vegas. And then for my – or sorry, 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 not not sit. And then my sit of the week would be David Montgomery from Chicago against Indianapolis. I mean, again, Indianapolis has a number one defense in the league for a reason, uh, and they've been able to stop the run, stop the pass. I mean, they've been able to do really well against offenses this year, unless they start with the J, a.k.a. Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, but other than that, uh, they're doing pretty good against the run. So I would start David, Devin Singletary, and I would sit David Montgomery. All right. For wide receiver, I have start Stephon Diggs. I mean, you should be already. <laughs> I mean, they, again, uh, you should be starting Stephon Diggs. If you're not starting Stephon Diggs, uh, then you probably haven't watched any Bills highlights at least or a game because uh, Stephon Diggs is Josh Allen's very, very favorite target. That is for sure. Um, and then sit, I would sit Keenan Allen. I mean, listen, I think the Bucks defense is getting better. Uh, and I mean, they're facing off against a rookie, Justin Herbert. Um, uh, Taiwan Taylor is probably not going to play this week again. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I like, I, I would sit Keenan Allen this week if you can. I mean, just depends on who you have. Keenan Allen might be a guy who you have to play. Uh, if you kind of averted, if you in drafts, if you kind of went away from, Starting wide receivers, um, maybe maybe Keenan Allen. You don't have a choice but to start him. But either way, I would I would sit him this week. Yeah, I would uh I would start Will Fuller against Minnesota. Minnesota is just their defense is is garbage. I think they really miss Xavier Rhodes. Uh, and so um, yeah, I was I would sit Will Fuller this week against Minnesota. I, I think Texans will have a good game against Minnesota. I just don't see Will Fuller doing well. Uh, and then DJ Moore, I'd sit him against Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's Cardinals defense. I mean, with Buda, with Buda Baker and 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 uh, others out there in the secondary for Arizona, they've been really good against the pass this year, um, and so I would shut down DJ Moore for the week if you could, just like Robert's been saying. Uh, DJ Moore is a guy who's kind of been kind of been worrying me really. Um, I haven't been a couple of weeks. He's kind of been worrying me a little bit. Uh, he's kind of been kind of back and forth. I just it, it's it's hard for me to start him honestly. It's hard for me to be super confident in starting him, but uh, but yeah. Uh, Definitely sit him this week. I, I, I mean, I, I will uh, for sure. Um, all right, so tight ends. Um, I'm going to start Dalton Schultz. I mean, listen, not only is, is Dak liking this tight end, but, I mean, the Browns, they've given up at least four catches a game to tight ends, uh, which four is a good amount for a tight end. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would start Dalton Schultz. 
Uh, they've given up even more than that, really, though. They gave even a, even a touchdown to the tight ends every game. Uh, listen, a four four catches and a touchdown for a tight end, you're getting more than what you're projected to get, most likely. So, um, yeah, I would sit Jonu Smith. Listen, I'm picking on my Titans a lot here, but I just – I mean, the Steelers have a great run defense. They probably have the best front seven in the league. Um, I the, the Steelers scares me offensive weapons uh, of the Titans, and I, I just – maybe if A.J. Brown was playing – I might say start him if you're in like a deeper league, but um, but yeah, I mean, I would sit Johnny Smith here too. I just he might do okay. If anybody's gonna do well, it might be Johnny Smith, but I, I just don't know. Um, but Brad, what, who do you have at tight end? Yeah, so I actually have a start T.J. Hawkinson from Detroit this week. Uh, New Orleans is actually number one on on fantasy points allowed to tight ends this season. And if you watch any of the Saints games the last two weeks. Uh, their defense has been garbage. And if you watch Darren Waller catch against them, and also if you if you watch any of the Green, and they had a Green Bay Packer uh, tight end who caught one. I never heard of his name, like Canyon or something like that. So in saying that, I mean, start him. And then Sid would be Gasecki. I actually have Gasecki in uh, two of my leagues. Uh, but Seattle's been really good against tight ends. Uh, now you can probably beg to differ against wide receivers, but tight ends have actually done pretty well. Uh, defending tight end, so I would sit Gasecki for the week. Brad, I like those a lot. Uh, might be saved somewhere soon. Uh, anyways, defense, I would start the Rams. Uh, they're playing the Giants. The Rams defense is – I mean, yeah, they gave up points to the Bills, but Josh Allen's been a monster so far this year. So, uh, I would start the Rams defense, uh, and the Giants have just not been very good on offense at all, or defense at that matter, or probably not even special teams. But either way um, – I would sit the Patriots defense. They're playing the Chiefs. Don't do it. Just, just don't. Yeah, I, I for me, I actually had the Rams too. I, again, I think I'm on the same page with you with the Giants. Uh, they're a mess. If you have a defense, like I even almost picked the Denver Broncos against the Jets this week for for defense to start the week, just because again, I both New York teams are just garbage on offense. At least right now they are. Uh, so you, I don't think you do wrong. I, I'll say the Broncos just because you already mentioned the Rams. Uh, but that was my original pick. And then my, my start of the week would be Cleveland versus Dallas. Or my sorry, my sit. My sit of the week is Cleveland uh, going against Dallas. Only because Dallas, like, offensively has given, have, have pretty much done what they wanted to uh, on offense. Now, regarding their defense and the points they're giving up is a different story. But uh, they've been in every game they played in so far, uh, only being able to pull out of one of those, and that was against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, but they were, they were in the game at the end against Seattle. They were in, in it against the Rams at the end. And so – um, if you had the Cleveland Browns defense, I would start them. I would sit them this week against the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Um, so my golden start of the week, Brad, is uh, tight end who you've already mentioned, and that is start T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, like you said, I mean the Saints—they've just been destroyed by tight ends the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, so I would start T.J. Hawkinson uh, for sure. He is—he's—he's uh, he's a big target for for uh, for for Matt Stafford. And so, yeah, I would, I would start T.J. Hawkinson. He's my golden star of the week. So, lock it in. He should do well. Yeah, my golden star of the week is Alvin Kamara. Uh, I have him as a golden star because Detroit's defense is seventh against the run. Uh, and he, like you were saying in our, in our sleeper league, he's just a cheat code. Um, just what he was able to do against the Packers, like that, that 52-yard uh, little screen pass he caught and, and missed seven defenders. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, if you have him, I mean, he's probably a guaranteed start in every league. 
uh, and I didn't have really have the whole lot of time to pick a, a sleeper of the week. Uh, but yeah, Alvin Kamara would definitely be my golden start of the week. Ironically, with Alvin Kamara, like I, I it happened. I looked at my my wife was watching the game with me, and I, I looked at her and I said, "That is why I love the game of football. Mm-hmm. That right there is that. I mean." Yeah. Now the issue is we don't get that every play. So, but man, Alvin Kamara is a cheat code. Um, in that same sleeper league, I had him. I mean, listen, I had him on the trading block. No one wanted to bite with the with a really good trade. Uh, <clears throat> Brad trying to get him for like crap. Anyways, you uh, man, come on. <laughs> but either way, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he's a cheat code for sure. All right, Brad. Let's uh let's go. Let's give our week four power power rankings before we preview week four. Um, my power rankings, Brad, is number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, they're back for you. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Number two, the Seattle Seahawks. Number three, the Green Bay Packers. Number four, the Buffalo Bills. Number five. Went down a lot is the is the Baltimore Ravens. Number six, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number seven, the Tennessee Titans. Number eight, the New England Patriots. Number nine, the Chicago Bears. I like this look that they got with the uh, – I, I like this look that they have with, uh, with, with Nick Foles and at quarterback. And then my number ten, I'm like a three-way tie. Brad, I can't pick between these three teams, um, but I, I'm going to say the I'm going to say like if I could have a three way tie, this might be cheating. Uh, I'm going to say the Rams. I'm going to give the LA Rams that number ten spot, um, just because of their one loss. But I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Indianapolis Colts are right there, Brad. They are they're right there, um, and uh, but I'm going to give it to the Rams, the so number ten spot. I'm going to give the LA Rams. Yeah, so last week I had the Chiefs at one, Ravens at two, and you had a flip, Ravens and Chiefs. Uh, so I want to keep my Chiefs at number one. I say my Chiefs, they're not my Chiefs, but they were my number one, my power ranking. So Chiefs number one, I actually moved the Packers up two spots to number two. I think they leapfrog the Seahawks only because I like their wins better than the Seahawks wins. I think their defenses could probably uh, be a toss-up when it comes to their secondary and whatnot, but uh, – I just I haven't been very con- – I'm confident in Seattle's offense. I'm not confident in their defense. Uh, but I have Seattle Seahawks at number three, so they stay where they were last week. Uh, the Bills move up one spot to number four. Uh, the Ravens drop three to number five. Uh, I know they lost by 14 to the Chiefs, but uh, unless something changes, I still think they're a good team. And they're going to – my pick beginning of the season was 11-5, and five, winning the tiebreaker against the Steelers, who are my number six. And my power ranking is Pittsburgh Steelers. They stay. Uh, the Titans, uh, even though they had to come back and beat the lowly Minnesota Vikings, I uh, did pick them up two spots to number seven, only because, uh, again, they're undefeated, and I wanted to put some one-loss teams in there. Uh, number eight is the Pats. I hate the Pats, um, so uh, this is this is big for me to put them in the power ranking and show you that I'm not biased, because if it was up to me and not their record, I would probably wouldn't put them in my top ten, because uh, I just don't like them. Uh, number nine is the Bucks. Uh, I don't – I mean – like you were saying, like, I think that these these, these one-loss teams, if we did, like, a top 15, they would definitely be in there. 
but it's just kind of a toss-up right now. Like, I mean, the Bucks, the Colts, the Rams, they could all – I mean, you could probably interchange them, honestly. Uh, and then number 10 for me is the Bears. I know they're 3-0. I know they probably should be above the Pats and the Bucks, but But, listen, I mean, they barely beat the Lions. They barely beat the Falcons. And they barely beat uh, whoever they played in week two that I'm, I'm struggling to remember right now. But uh, maybe Detroit. Uh, no, they played Detroit. So, anyway, I can't remember. But regardless – oh, then maybe the Vikings. I think they beat the Vikings. I can't remember. But either way, uh, I get that a win's a win. But I, I don't know. I, are we going to get Nick Foles of the, the Super Bowl run? Or are we going to get Nick Foles of him going to the Jacksonville Jaguars? Or, you know, when he was with uh, – whoever he was with after his first time with Philly that I'm having trouble remember right now. But regardless, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I fully trust the Bears yet, and that's the only reason why I had them at number 10 being 3-0. Yeah, I like it, though, Brad. I do. Um, you know, I think that these teams are um, – I think, you know, we're, we're, we're different on number 9 and 10, but, you know, there's so many teams. I mean, you got the Cardinals as well. I mean, you know, they, they lost a good game to the Lions. Um, you know, maybe because of Kyler turning the ball over so much, but yeah, the power rankings right there at the end, man, it could go, it could go either way. Um, but you know, in a way that that's why we don't do one through 32, you know, because I mean, you, you get into like one through 32 and it, man, it just gets, it just gets confusing then. But either way, uh, those are our power rankings folks. Uh, you know, reach out to us if you got some, uh, if you got any, um, reach out to us if you got any, you know, uh, if you got your power rankings, tell us what they are. We'll post them up on our Instagram and our uh, in our Facebook page, um, Golden Point Sports. Again, make sure you go like and follow, um, share as well. Uh, we do we usually do get a lot of uh, interest out of those power rankings. So, anyways, either way, um, yeah, fun stuff, fun stuff. All right, Brad. Before we start our Week Four preview of these games and give the give the uh, three games that we're most interested in watching and do our pickums. Um, we do want to bring up um, that the Titans had three players and five people from their personnel staff test positive for COVID-19. Um, the Titans are being kept out of their facilities until this Saturday. The Vikings, too, until further notice. Um, now, here's, here's my thing, and, and I want to I read this off here because – I, I'm seeing reports, um, since I'm a Titans fan, obviously I thought a lot of people, you know, that would be having insider information and whatnot. So um, there's there's a lot that is going into the decision of whether or not you postpone the game against the Steelers. Um, you and I are very, very, very uh, interested in this game. Obviously, I mean, we're wanting to make a bet and everything on this game, but the problem is you can't really make a bet on the game because you don't know if it's going to happen now. But if the Titans are going to be out of the facility until at least Saturday, I mean, me personally, I, I don't want I, I to see my team. I mean, you're going into a game unprepared, basically. Uh, and so um, I, I think that if you're, gonna, if you're going to say, oh, we're still going to play it, but we're still going to be out of the facility until Saturday, now, I think you could postpone it. Here's the, here's the way that you postpone it. So, the Steelers and Ravens both have their bye weeks week eight. Well, they play each other week seven. So, Tennessee plays the – or, I'm sorry. So, you could move that week seven Ravens game to week eight um, and then play Tennessee week seven. 
Um, and so, you know, something like that. So basically what you're doing is you're giving the Steelers and you're giving the Titans both bye weeks this week. Um, and then, um, but yeah, I mean, if you do that, it's an early bye week. Who wants a week for bye week? Uh, but hey, you know, I mean, I, I mean, do you, would you rather have a week for bye week uh, in order to make this game up later? Or would you rather, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, because the thing is, I think, I think the Titans and Ravens are supposed to play the week, uh, week nine, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I mean, me personally, um, they were going to have like a, I think they were going to play on Thursday night and then go play, um, then go play. I, anyways, either way, it, it's, it's interesting, um, how that was going to work out. But, uh, but yeah, I, I like this, um, I, I think, I mean, I mean, I don't want to make an excuse but I mean, the Titans lose, and they didn't have any time to prepare or practice. I mean, that's like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I think you you're asking to lose, basically. I think you're asking to lose, and I think you're also asking for injuries because I mean, if you're not going to practice all week, you know, I mean, I guess you could practice over Zoom, but um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they can't. Uh, Brad's asking if they can still prep from a distance, though. No, I mean, they can't even be in the facility, apparently. So, I, I mean, you know, could they – they might be able to do it over Zoom, maybe. But, I mean, like, we're, we're, we do our podcast over Zoom. Um, and so, like, I mean, I don't know about you, Brad, but I, I, I couldn't see us uh, using this little bitty screen to practice with. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but either way – now, you also have to talk about the Vikings. What if they have an outbreak, too? If they have an outbreak, um, the Vikings actually happen to play – who they play this week? They play uh, – I want to – they play the Texans. They play the Texans this week. So, um, I think the, I think if you switch the Ravens – so, if you use that same logic that I just pointed out, and if you switch the Ravens with the Packers, I think you could also make up the Texans-Vikings game. So, but either way, listen, I don't, I'm not in charge of making these decisions and the NFL, they, they'll come out with a decision. I'm pretty sure pretty quickly. Um, but these guys are getting tested every single day and we knew that this was going to happen. Could we really go all season long and this not happen? I mean, that would be, that'd be crazy. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, Shane Bowen, the, um, the Shane Bowen, the, the defense court, well, he's the linebacker coach slash defensive coordinator, assistant defense coordinator, what do you want to call him? He was not – he did not travel with the team uh, to, to Minnesota because Saturday morning he had a uh, – I think he had had some contact tracing or whatnot, maybe tested positive for COVID then um, or something, something like that. I think, he te- I think he didn't test positive. He had, like, contact tracing positive or yeah, whatever they want to – anyways, he didn't, he didn't go with the team. And so, uh, either way – um that's kind of where it started and uh yeah it's um i mean i don't know they have yet to see say who those players are either i mean you know i i would think that they're defensive players though brad and i mean what if it's like uh if it's Javion Clowney, jeffrey simmons and uh harold landry or rashad evans you know i mean all I'm saying is, if, if that's the case and they still play this game, uh, start of the week, my golden start of the week would be James Conner immediately. 
Uh, but uh, but either way, um, yeah, Brad, I um, um, yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, I know we want to see it being played, but I mean, you got to look out for the safety of the teams too, and also, I mean, just kind of, in my opinion, I I I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound like I'm crying about it, but I mean the fairness of the game too. Um, you know, if they can't practice like they would normally, can you really have it? Yeah, I mean we can't. We 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 can't. I mean, a good thing is you have COVID for an excuse if you you know for this <laughs> week, and that's great. Um, but no, in all seriousness, though, I mean I get the safety of the game. I think they could still do things if they wanted to, where they quarantine for the week. They can. I mean you're missing the physical contact of, of the practice, but I mean, you could do film, you watch film together, you can share screens and watch film together. And I bet you some of these guys can probably pop up the screen on, on their projector in their, their, uh, their theater room or something like that. You know, uh, you can do position meetings. Um, so, so it's still doable, but, but I, I think I err on your side too. Uh, I don't like a week four buy. Uh, I mean, I get, I get like, Hey, like it's, it's better to do that than, you know, then run the risk of then the Steelers getting exposed and, and then they get COVID and it's just a big tumble effect. Um, but yeah, so uh, my thing is, I, I think you could still play. I mean, I get it. If those three players are important to your defense, yeah, I mean, I probably won't want to play either, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I say, I mean, it's going to happen. You're traveling. I mean, you see it, you saw that MLB, it's going to happen with the 16 week season uh, in NFL because they're not doing the bubble. Uh, not saying that it wouldn't happen in the bubble, but uh, I mean, you saw NBA and NHL, they had success with being in bubbles. Um, so maybe, just maybe, you see that maybe happen uh, if it keeps popping up. So say this week it's Titans and Vikings, and next week it's four teams that have COVID pop up. Um, you could see NFL move to a bubble type format. Um, but yeah, I. You know, yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, we don't have any control over it. So, whatever decision they make is the decision they make. Uh, I hope that they can play. Uh, and it's not because I think Titans will be down three players. I just would love to see the Steelers and Titans play this weekend. Uh, but it is what it is. So, um, yeah, I, don't, I know that it's not much. But, like I said, there's, it's just out of our control. And we don't want – we're not the ones to make the decision. So, I'm glad I don't I'm – I'm glad I'm not Roger Goodell in this situation. You're right. You're you're right. Um, same here. Um, I, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at some some Twitter right now. Just kind of um, I'm seeing Roger Saffold. He says he just wants to play. Um, you know, I'm seeing Will Compton. Uh, um, he he's saying that on a serious note, this is wild. Really hoping everyone is okay and we get this figured out. Um, so uh, yeah, um, I'm also seeing Pat McAfee saying that. Uh, Kind of cryptic. He says, when this rather large news hits the NFL world here pretty soon, just know that I knew. Um, don't know. Pat McAfee's got some connections, though. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, either way, I, I just kind of wanted to bring that up. I mean, I'm seeing um, – I'm seeing – yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just seeing I, – I don't know. I'm just seeing – crazy stuff but either way all right so uh, I, I don't I'm not I'm not gonna turn off Twitter here uh, you know you can get it you can get lost in Twitter that's for sure but either way um, I'm hoping it happens if it doesn't happen though I mean I, yeah I don't, I don't know uh, will Compton Brad is is he's a player for the Titans okay uh, busting with the boys 
uh, for the boys. You know, anyways. All right. So people always say, who to Will Compton? Come on, man. Will's like, Will's awesome. We love him. But all right. Anyways, Brad, let's, um, let, let's make this bet though. I mean, do we want to kind of, um, uh, do we just kind of want to do a, a, uh, I mean, you're really good with Photoshop and whatnot. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think I have an idea, and, and I think this will be fun. Um, I'm actually okay. thinking about my punishment, not yours. I haven't thought about yours. Uh, okay. But I'm thinking Tennessee, and I might get – I might never be able to set foot in Tennessee if enough people from Tennessee listen to this. But I'm thinking, like, you know, like, the cutoff Daisy Duke George and, and uh, the put a mullet on and, and maybe have, like, the aviation glasses on, you know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of maybe something. I don't have a Titans jersey. I don't have any of the other stuff either. I have to go buy it. But – uh they're cheaper than a Titans jersey, probably. I don't know. Maybe you can find one on Goodwill for a good price. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, that's just my thing is maybe, like, I just look like somebody from uh, <laughs> from Tennessee. Not Robert, but, you know, not Robert doesn't dress like that. But, I mean, I'm just saying uh, something to where – I don't know. Or I can talk about how I, – I mean, for you, I was thinking, you know, we, you can have a sign that you can take a picture uh, – and held up a sign that says, uh, Mike Tomlin and Ben Lossberger are my heroes, um, and the Steelers are the greatest ever. So, and make that your profile picture for the week. I, listen, I'm fine with that. Um, let's uh, let, let's make the – instead of doing the Daisy Dukes, I wouldn't do any of that. I wouldn't worry about doing that. Um, don't embarrass yourself too bad. Uh, but um, I know you want an excuse to show off your legs or whatnot. But oh yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I've been working on. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll just do the we'll do the whole yeah we'll do the whole like Tomlin thing. Um, you're I mean, are you pretty good at Photoshop? I mean, could you? Um, Should I put it like a Steelers jersey on you? Well, maybe not a Steelers jersey necessarily. Well, yeah, put like a Steelers jersey on. Um, maybe like a Steelers background or something. Um, you know. We'll figure something out, you know. We'll, yeah. I I have some people who are pretty good at Photoshop too. If we if we yeah yeah, I mean we could do something like that, or we could do something as simple as like just turn your picture frame on your social media to the opposite team's uh, picture. That'd be easy, uh, and you just. I keep- mean, I, I mean, I like the whole like, I like the whole like Steelers idea. Though I think that that would be yeah. Uh, I mean, sure, the profile picture is cool, but like. Let, I, I want to do, yeah, if we didn't want to do, like, Photoshop or whatnot, I think we could make that work. So, we could, uh, yeah, I think that I think that could work. So, uh, either way, I don't, you know, I mean, we could always, too, you know, you're traveling to Kentucky, stop by the house on your way there. You can throw on a Titans jersey real quick. Uh, I can, yeah. You can bring a Steelers jersey <laughs> and throw it on real quick, take a picture. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll either way. Fun. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. But, yeah, we're going to do something, folks. So, be on the lookout for that. We'll definitely uh, – we'll uh, – I'm sure we'll post it on the our, on our social media. So, go check out Golden Point Sports. And, uh, yeah. Woo. All right. I, I'm not prepared because I, I don't know how, how much faith I have in my Titans. But that's – yeah, that's here nor there. All right, Brad, let's, uh, let's talk about our three games that we're most interested in watching. The Titans and Steelers, we cannot say because, obviously – we're very interested in watching them play. Mm-hmm. So, um, my first one is the Lions versus the Saints. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, if the Lions can play like they did against the Cardinals, I think they might be able to pull this off. And the Saints will be off to a one and three start. And that's uh, that's something that no one saw coming. Yeah, I had the Pats and the Chiefs. Uh, again, 
Uh, the Chiefs, uh, I wouldn't say they're – or not the Chiefs, the Patriots. I'm, I'm not sure if you anybody would say I'm surprised or two and one. Uh, I think they're probably a good handful of people think they're surprised or two and one at this point. But, uh, yeah, I think that would be a good game. Uh, you know, the the Patriots have a decent defense despite all the people sitting out for COVID. And, uh, I mean, hey, Rex Burkhead and, and Sonny Michelle all looked pretty good this past week. So, uh, I like that run game against the Chiefs. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, I had the Colts versus the Bears. I want to see what Nick Foles can do in a whole game with the Bears and Matt Nagy. Um, and then the Colts, I mean, you know, I, this is a defensive battle because the Bears have a – the Bears have the best defense that, they're, that they've faced yet. Um, and honestly, I mean, it could be the best offense possibly that the Colts have faced yet. I mean, maybe not. The Vikings probably better offensively. But, I mean, never know. Nick Foles, again, I want to see what he can do. So, I think the Colts-Bears game will be good. Um, and it could be a defensive battle. But I, I've i said it many a times, I'm a defensive battle kind of guy. I mean, I don't want it to be, you know, 7-3 to three at the end of the game. But, I mean, I'm fine with a 17-14 game. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I – yeah, so for this one, I picked Cleveland and, and Cowboys. Uh, I hate the Browns. But – uh, hey, they're two and one. Uh, they've scored thirty plus points in the last two games. Uh, so could this be to where they're finally clicking? Uh, but at the same time, the Cowboys uh, <laughs> they they put they they have no problem producing stats, but uh, they're having they're struggling in that win column. So I'm kind of curious to see if Cleveland moves to three and one, or Cowboys can finally start picking up some steam and and getting in the the right column. So. Uh, my third game is the Bills versus Raiders. Um, you know, the Raiders, um, they're 2-1. Uh, the Bills are 3-0. Oh. Um, but here's my thing. I don't want to see if the Raiders can beat the Bills. I want to see how the Bills do against the Raiders. Because in my opinion, the Patriots just whooped the Raiders. I mean, they controlled that game pretty much all the way, all throughout. So, can the Bills do the same thing? Because if they can't, and especially if the Raiders were to win, is it still the Patriots division, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much what – that's what I want to see with this game. Um, and so, you know, I just want to see what the – how the Bills do against the Raiders. And now, hey, it's a good test for the Raiders too, of course. Yeah, no, I like that. I haven't even thought about that, honestly. <laughs> My third – uh, game of the week is Cardinals versus Panthers, uh, only because the Panthers just beat the Chargers, um, and I think they might have some some momentum going. Uh, the Cardinals are on the, on the other end of that, where they showed against a, an zero and two Lions. Um, now they get to face a, a kind of a lowly one and two Panthers without Christian McCaffrey. So uh, I like to see uh, what happens with the uh, Panthers and Cardinals this week. Um, I also I want to bring up Texans Vikings too. It's kind of my honorary pick or whatnot. Um, but the Texans-Vikings game, um, you know, if, if it happens, of course, it may not. It, there's a chance it might not happen either. But um, if it were to happen, which I think it probably will, but either way, um, it, you know, both of these teams are 0-3. I mean, Brad, you know, if both of these teams being 0-3, can they, um, can they, you know, going 0-4 pretty much means you're probably not going to make the playoffs. So, um, both of these teams, I think they're fighting for their season in this game. 
Uh, maybe the probably the Vikings more than the Texans. I think the Texans might still have a chance. Um, but I, I think the Vikings, I think they're really fighting for their lives. If they go 0-4, uh, probably four games behind the Packers, uh, possibly three games at least behind the Bears, maybe even four, um, and then possibly two games behind the Lions even. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's just not good. But anyway, so that's an interesting game too because the loser, the loser may be done. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, you know, I, I, it's funny because uh, I know everybody thought that the Houston Texans wouldn't be good after DeAndre Hopkins trade, uh, but there was still some life that they were still somewhat of the favorite for the AFC South. And so, yeah, so I, I would say if you're both either the Minnesota Vikings or the Texans after this week, I mean, you can really say that your season was a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, so let's go into week four pick 'em, Brad. Brad, you're currently leading me. You are uh, 33, 14, and one because uh, the uh, Eagles and Bengals are, you know, uh, they wanted to go for a tie. Uh, and then uh, I have I'm 25, 22, and one. So I'm currently eight games behind you. Um, that's a good lead, Brad. But hey, we're only three weeks into the season. Uh, and so you never know. I mean, I could make that up in possibly about two weeks, maybe. But uh, I'm gonna have to do better than what I'm doing so far. And so uh, you, you just never know. But all right, Brad, let's go into week four pick on, shall we? Um, first and foremost, we have the Broncos at Jets. Honestly, this might be one of the hardest games to predict of the week, Brad. Um, I I want to go with the Broncos, but man, I. I think I'm going to take the Jets to win this. I don't know if I should, but I, I don't know. I mean, this is this isn't easy. I mean, maybe the Broncos' defense is will hold the Jets out, but I mean, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Jets here just because they're at home, even though the home field doesn't really matter. I, I'm going to take the Jets to win this. Um, short week for the Broncos, and they're traveling across country. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Jets to win this. Yeah, so a lot of people complain about the MetLife Stadium field conditions. Uh, but I, for whatever reason, just have a little bit more faith in the Broncos' offense. So I'll pick the Broncos here. I mean, I do too. I just – I don't know. It's This is a hard game to pick. I mean, if we could throw one game out, this would be it. Uh, either one of them. Yeah, you're probably still going to be wrong. But anyway, uh, Broncos, Jets. I have the Jets. You have the Broncos. Saints, Lions, Brad, I'm going to take – you know what? I'm going to take the Lions to win this game. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a little convincing since they beat the Cardinals, but uh, I like I like New Orleans just a little bit better. I think they'll hopefully work on some of their defensive courts uh, and they'll be able to to win the game. So, I'm going to get the Saints here. Okay. Okay. This is, I think it's kind of a toss-up game too. I mean, I think it's a little bit of a toss-up game as well. Chargers, Buccaneers, Brad. I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers here. Chargers, Justin Herbert had a good had a good week against the Chiefs, and then, I mean, I don't know the Panthers. I mean, he did go out because he got hurt at one at one point, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna take the Buccaneers to win this one. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks too. I mean, they've had one bad outing against New Orleans. They looked really good in all their other games. Tom Brady had his best game probably in the last year. 
at quarterback, um, throwing three touchdowns, like 275 yards, zero interceptions. Uh, and so I'll pick Tampa Bay here as well. All right. Um, I'm Jaguars versus Bengals. Brad, I'm going to take the Bengals to win their first game. Okay. Uh, let's see. I want to. I just don't trust that line. I'm going to pick Jacksonville here. Okay. All right. I, I think, you know, it's – it's not as bad as the Jets Broncos game, but I mean, uh, close enough. <laughs> um, all right, Vikings Texans, Brad. The game uh, where these two playoff teams from last year um, that we thought would be that would possibly be playoff teams this year fighting for their lives. So I'm going to call it, yeah, the fight for your life uh, game. Uh, Vikings versus Texans, Brad. I personally am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans to win this one. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I was really encouraged by uh, Minnesota's offensive outing against the Titans. I'm going to pick Minnesota here. I mean, the Texans do have the worst run defense in the league. So, uh, Dalvin Cook should do well. Yeah. Um, all right. So, then we have uh, Seahawks versus Dolphins. Brad, this is uh, – this isn't um, – you know, I don't, I don't think this is a no-brainer game, but I, you know, maybe don't don't sleep on the Dolphins, but I'm gonna take the Seahawks here. Yeah, I'm picking Seahawks as well. I mean, they're a lot better than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Steelers versus Titans, Brad. Um, you know, it's probably only right if I take the Titans, right? But. Uh, You know what? I'm going to take the Titans. I, it's only right if I take them. If I'm wrong, I'll still feel better about the fact that I took them. Yeah, I mean, I was going to be really disappointed if you took Pittsburgh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh here. Um, yeah, I think it's the best defense Titans have faced. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's one of the best offenses the Steelers have faced. So, um, we'll, well, I think it's going to be a good game at the end of the day. little side note, Taylor Lewan, uh could miss the game against the Steelers. so. Um, if he misses game against Steelers, that, that offensive line um, with Ty Sambrero starting is not going to be very good So um, for the Titans. Or it's not going to be – it still should be fine, but it's not going to be as good if Taylor Juan was starting. Also, uh, A.J. Brown's probably not going to play. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans, but I'm definitely iffy on that. All right, Browns versus Cowboys, Brad. Um I'm going to take the Cowboys to win this one. They're at home. Uh, this is a game that they really – they need to win this game. So, I'm going to take the Cowboys to win it. Man, I really want to pick the Cowboys. Uh, but they let me down last week. Um, and Cleveland, uh, I mean, granted, they only scored six points against the Ravens. But they've done good. I mean, I know it's against, it's been against Cincinnati and the Washington football team. But uh, I'm actually going to pick – I'm going to go with Dallas, I guess. I, I just think that they have done a little bit better shutting down offenses. I mean, the be, the best offense uh, the Browns have faced have been the Ravens, and they couldn't do anything against them, um, or they couldn't stop them. So, I'm going to pick Dallas here as well. I mean, you could take the Browns if you'd like, I mean, just to make it interesting. But I'll, I'll, take, you know what? I'll take the Browns. I'll take the Browns. Okay. All right. Hey, I got I to possibly have a win somewhere, okay? Um, all right. A little bit, you know? Cardinals versus Panthers. Brad, I think the Cardinals are going to uh, bounce back in this game. I, I don't see Kyler Murray throwing three interceptions. 
Uh, yeah, I have Arizona bouncing back as well. I just, although Car- the Carolina won last week against LA Chargers, uh, I just don't trust them still. All right. Yeah, I mean, um, they're definitely not playing for a championship this season. That's for sure. Uh, the Colts versus Bears, Brad. I think that this is kind of a toss-up. I mean, the Bears, they're surprisingly 3-0. and um, Nick Foles looked good against a Falcons defense. And, and here's the thing. Now, the Falcons defense obviously is worse than the Colts. But, I mean, Nick Foles had a lot – you know, he didn't play the whole game. What he played – he didn't even play a whole half, right? I think he only played like um, end of third quarter, start of the fourth, I think, something like that. So, um, I could be wrong on that, but either way, um, this is a toss-up for me. I'm going to take uh, – you know what? I, I'm going to take the Bears to win this game. I, I, I feel good about the Bears winning this game just because I think that they're – I think that they can do enough against uh, – I think that they can do enough against that that Colts uh, team uh, to to beat that offense at least. Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of riding the the high of Indianapolis here. Uh, I think even though they lost the first week to the Jags, I think they could win. So I'm gonna pick Indy here. I, I mean, I think this game definitely could go the the Colts' way, uh, but th- this is a game where I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bears and uh, hope hope for the best. Um, all right, Ravens versus Washington, Brad. Um, not an easy game to pick, I don't think. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, they're kind of neighbors. I, I'm kidding. This is an easy game to pick. I'm going to take the Ravens to win this game. Uh, they're going to win by a lot. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Ravens here, too. It's not really much of a competition. Uh, Giants versus Rams. Uh, I'm not making the mistake of picking the Giants again. I'm going to take the Rams in this. Yeah, I'll pick LA, too. I mean, there's not a whole lot to like about New York Giants right now. The Patriots are playing at the Chiefs, Brad. Who do you got in this game? Patriots at the Chiefs. Um, I don't think. Uh, the Patriots did okay with Russell Wilson. They still gave up like four touchdowns to him. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna save the Chiefs here. I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs as well. Um, Patriots. I mean, if anybody's gonna beat the Chiefs, though, uh, I think the Patriots could. But I, I, I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs. All right, uh, Bills versus Raiders. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills to win this game. Yeah, I I, I can give a whole lot of reasons, but I just like Buffalo better than Las Vegas right now. I agree. Eagles versus 49ers, Brad. Um, I made the mistake of picking the Giants over the 49ers last week. Um, The Eagles are playing for their lives too. Well, I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. I mean – Everybody else in their division could lose this week as well. So, uh, I'm going to take the 49ers to win this game because even though they're banged up, they still win. I, I don't – I just don't get it. Yeah, Nick Mullins uh, is a pretty good pretty good quarterback. He did well last year in his one uh, relief start for uh, Jimmy G. Um, and I like the 49ers here. Um, hmm. I'm going to go 49ers. I'm going to say I'll go 49ers. I don't know. I just don't know if I like the Eagles enough. I think the 49ers are a better defense. I think that's why I want to pick the 49ers here. All right. Um, and last one, Falcons versus Packers. Um, I, I don't think the Falcons are going to lead, but if they do, I am confident in Aaron Rodgers' ability to come back in this game. But I'm going to take the Packers to win this game. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, Packers. I think Packers will win pretty conventionally in this game. All right, Brad, that's our week four pick'ems, if you don't mind, sir. Let's, uh, let's go into our golden point of faith. Yeah, thanks, Robert. I appreciate you doing this. And I, I, this is, like, one of my favorite things that we do on the show, amongst other things. And so this week I had on here – I was going to work on a devotion over goals. I mean, obviously we talked about it. You know, in, in, in NFL, uh, the goal is to win games and get the best record you can and do well in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. And uh, we talked about two teams, like the Vikings and the Texans, who goals are to win, but they're not doing too well. Uh, we have other teams that uh, their goal is to win, and no one trust, no one uh, believes in them, and they're they're two and one, like the Patriots, or or three and zero, the Chicago Bears. And so, uh, you know, in everything that we do, we 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 set goals, or we should try to at least set goals. And so, for example, um, what is the definition of a goal? Well, a goal is the aim or desired result. So, the goal on offense and football is to score. The goal on defense on offense – or the goal of defense in football is to stop the offensive team from scoring. Um, and so my question is, what are some of your goals this summer or fall? Um, some of my goals is to uh, lose weight, uh, be more like Jesus, read a book, uh, and share the gospel three times. And then on top of that is really just to get to know the new city that I'm about to go to in Owensboro. Um, and so goals are something that we put in front of us, and it's up to us to achieve those goals, or at least to start the journey. So – so if we want to have more money in our savings, and that's a goal of ours, if we just never put any effort in putting money in our savings, we're probably not going to build a big savings, right? So, so God may have something different in mind sometimes when we set goals, but but at least start the action of getting to those goals. Um, and God has some goals for His creation. That would be you and, and I and uh, and everybody else out there listening. And, and the first goal is to have a relationship with Christ. So, in First John four ten it says, first and foremost, before we can achieve any other goal. That God has set out for us, we must have a relationship with Christ. And why? And that's because until we have that relationship with Christ, we're separated from God. And he is the glue or the bridge, however you want to use that illustration. Uh, but John, 1 John 4.10 is the Bible verse there. Um, and I'll, I'll read these Bible verses later as I get through some of the points. Uh, but the second, the second goal he has for his creation is to live second to him. And so after we accept Jesus uh, and enter a relationship into him, we should always strive to allow God to be first in our lives. And that's probably a really hard thing. It's easier said than done. You know, you don't hear a lot of people say, oh, yeah, it's really, really easy for me to live live second to Jesus and to God. It, it's pretty hard. And and a lot of times, you know, we got to sit there and just evaluate what's going on in our lives and say, what is stopping us from living, truly living second to him? Is it a, is it a habitual sin that we run into, uh, which is, a, is something that you – a sin that you do – all the time? Is it, is it something that you're just not realizing you're doing that's stopping you from living second to God? Um, and so it could be some, it could be sacrifice something that we like uh, to be more uh, on fire for God. That could be something like new toys, uh, like any new techie things that are out there, or, or maybe it's uh, getting off of fantasy a little bit more. Because uh, I know for me, the first three weeks, I think that was something that was really convicting for me. I was on there. I was throwing out trades. I was checking the waiver wire. I was checking my, my line of almost every day. And then I was like, Man, I even do my quiet time today. So, so anyway, so so are you living second to Him? Are are you producing fruit? John fifteen four through five. And then the third thing is be holy, for I am holy. And so you know we should strive for holiness. What is holiness? Holiness is 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 you know not having anything bad in your lives. And I know the only one that ever was perfect was Jesus, and I'll be the only person ever perfect. But because God is holy, that means anything that's not holy, anything that's not good, cannot be in a relationship with Him. And so that, does that mean we mess up? Yeah. I mean, and that's where grace comes in. You know, I mess up daily. 
I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect, but we should at least try our very best and be as holy and as upright as God. And that's Colossians 3, 1 through 2. So, and Santa, I'm going to read through these verses. The relationship with Christ, 1 John 4, 10, it says, In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation or substitution uh, for our sins. And so we had to have that relationship with Christ. Christ God sent his son down here to die for our sins for a reason, uh, not just so we can feel good about ourselves. And then live in second to him. Um, I'm, one of my favorite verses is John 3.30, where it says, he must increase, but I must decrease. Um, also, what I use is John 15, 4, 4 through 5. And that says, uh, says this, says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So we have to live second to him in order to produce fruit and, and look like a Christian, look like look like Christ. A Christian means Christ-like. So we should be looking like Christ in all that we do. And then the last one is Colossians 3, uh, 1 through 2. I love the whole chapter of Colossians 3, but Colossians 3, 1 through 2, 1 through 2 says, uh, and it says, Be holy, for I am holy. It says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above and not on the things of the earth. Four, and I'll, I'll go into verse four, uh, three and four. It says, four, you have died and your life is hidden with Christ. When Christ, who is your life, appears, and you also appear with him in glory. And then it says, number, verse five, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. So we have to make sure we're doing those three things uh, as our goals. That, that's God's goals for his creation, and his goals should be our goals. So so do you have a relationship with Christ? Um you know, that's something we need to figure out. Do we do we do we remember an actual point in time where we gave our life to Christ? Uh, number two is live second to Him. Is, is there anything that's stopping us from living second to Him? Is, is there something? Is there something that's hindering our relationship with getting in the Word, uh, praying, uh, praising Him for what's going on in our lives? And then number three is being holy for I am holy. So, so are there things that are stopping you from being holy? Is that is there something that's in your life uh, that's stopping you from from striving to be holy? And so I hope that uh, in, in all this. And I'll say a memory verse, uh, just a verse I want to leave everybody listening is Proverbs 16, 9 says, In their hearts, human plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So as we plan goals, if we're not planning goals with God in mind, uh, a lot of times those don't happen. Now, obviously, you're like, well, if I want to get to where I have a million dollars in my savings account, I mean, yeah, you can work towards it. But are you honoring the Lord in all you're doing? And so hopefully... Uh, I hope that encourages you. I hope that uh, pushes you to set some goals if you haven't done so already. But also remember the goals, the goals that God has set out for us as Christians and believers. So that's what I have. Amen, Brad. Amen. Welcome to Golden Point Sports Podcast. You can find us on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, anchor and more we hope you enjoyed this week's episode let us know what you thought in your comments and go rate us and give us reviews on any other podcast site you listen to again thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode